So the topic we will be discussing today is a fascinating topic. And as Reb Schleimer mentioned, it is not only fascinating alumnus, but in so many different areas. And actually, as you probably noticed, the Madame Akhaimis we will be sharing today deal with two different shyness, two different issues. Two people and one person. Does one person need to put his life in jeopardy to save another? And this is the most common manifestation of this shaila is kidney donations. You know, for many years, the Haredi community has been attacked, degraded, saying, you don't donate organs. You don't care about other people. You're not compassionate. You're not caring. It's only about yourself. Well, it's much easier to donate an organ after you're dead that to donate an organ while you're alive. Let me say that. Every sensible person would understand that. And the film community leads the entire world. The world, Rabbi said. Not America, not Israel, nowhere in the world, nowhere on this globe is there a community in which kidney donation from the living is so common as in the film community. I say the film community as a whole because I know many, many people, the Datila Umida community, the modern Orthodox community, and the Haredi community who donated kidneys, not only to family members, even to strangers, they don't even know. And to me, that is the ultimate mysterious nefesh and the ultimate chesed. Giving a kidney to me is more than giving a million dollars. It is an organ <coughs> which is <coughs> taken out of your body. So anyway, some gedolim, many years ago, Paskin, it is also. So question number one we will be discussing. Is a person mechuyev? Is it a heter? Is it an iser to put your life in any level of jeopardy in order to save another? Does it matter how big is the risk to that other person's life and how big is the risk you are exposing yourself to in order to save that other person? That is question number one. Question number two, <coughs> not when we're dealing with Reuben and Shimon, with Ploini and Almoini, same person. Person is terminally ill. He only has chayisho. And the doctors suggest a certain course of treatment might be successful. He might achieve a cure. But on the other hand, it might bring about his immediate demise. And this is a question I have dealt with many many, many, many times in various different ailments, different sicknesses. It is most common in people that have a certain form of cancer and radical surgery is recommended. I had this dilemma with my late wife, when her cancer came back and we went once again to Sloan Kettering and there was a wonderful team, Dr. Baines, who was a Sikh, 
Um, even in the operating theater, he wear, he wear, he wore his turban. He would not take that off. And he had a long beard, which was angedreit, knotted up like many Hasidim. Fascinating person. And he worked together with our dear friend, Dr. Zalewski, Rabbi Yechiel Zalewski. And they explained to me and my wife in very simple terms. She might never get up from the operating table, but they might give her many more years to live. And we decided to go for it. And she did live many more years, Baruch Hashem. Then it came back again and there was no longer any possibility to operate. So this is a question, not dealing with two people, same person. When a person has chayisho, and doctors say without doing anything, you will live a few months, and they suggest a certain course of treatment, which might bring about his immediate demise, but it might give him a cure, what is the din? Is he mechuyiv? Is it mutar? So on our source sheet, we have sources dealing with both these questions. So let's embark on our journey. Whatever we'll finish today, we'll finish today, and we might leave some, maybe the second question will be for another opportunity. So we start off with the puzzle. Now this week's Pasha, but last week's Pasha, the Yom Rishem and Moshe, the Midian, Lech Shuv Mitzrayim, Ki Meisu Kolo Anoshim, HaMevak Shemes Nafshecho. So Kodesh Bochu reveals himself to Moshe, and that is a Gilui, he sees a Kodesh Bochu, and a Kodesh Bochu tells a Moshe, Go back to Mitzrayim. Fascinating Meshechochma. Rameya Simcha Meshechochma. Muchach. De'im hoyu chayim ha-mevakshem esnachshay lo hoyu tzorech leilach lo hoitzi b'nei Yisrael me-Mitzrayim. Afar pishikol Yisrael tzichem elav. E'n etzorech lahachnas asatzmoy besakana. Wow. U'meze yotzer ha-Rabbeinu b'Mishnah. פרק בייזה מקס, שהגוילה לי ימקרות, אין יוצא לא אלי דס מצמם, ולא אלי דס מומן, ולא אלי דס נפושס, ואפילו יסור צריכם לוי, אפילו שר צבא יסור כי יוי בן צרויות, אינו יוצא משם. הרס דרמב״ם, מחדש דהלוך, אפילו כל יסור צריכם לוי כשר צבא יסור כי יוי בן צרויות. סדר סמך סיג'ס, the Rambam learned this halacha from Kimesu Kolwanoshim Hamevakshem Esnafshacho. If Moshe Rabbeinu would be putting his life in jeopardy, Kodesh Bochu wouldn't ask him to go back to Mitzrayim. And it is only because Meisu Kolwanoshim, Kodesh Bochu tells him to go back to Mitzrayim. So let's have a look at the Rambam. Which Rambam is the Meisu I'm referring to? We scroll down. And then he writes, And the Yorosameach and the Meshachachma are one and the same. Rabbi Meir Simcha of Divinsk was one of the most outstanding Gedoli Yisrael in an age and a generation in which there are many Gedolim. Actually, the little town of Dvinsk had two of the greatest Gedolim, the Rav Yitzhavim, and the Rav So the Yosemite explains, 
הלוי פיקוח נפש תוך לכל המצווה של התוירו, או מקורסקים פיקוח נפש כל ישראל, ועשה תוכיח. So the Arsameach explains that the safer, which is underlined, ואם יוצאו היתרץ מנביסה, that is the explanation of the ratio. That is why אינו יוצא אפילו לכל יסוד סיכם לא יהיה. Because he doesn't need to jeopardize his own life. כן מאסר ויסי מביאים בשם הרדבז, שחייב לא קצץ עצמו יאהב כדי להצל חברוי. נראה לי דאינו כן. That is a mistake. The Osamech didn't see the Radbaz. He saw someone misquoting the Radbaz. Soon we will see the Radbaz right exactly the opposite. אינה אודם חייב לא קצץ עצמו לבית כדי לעץ לחברוי. But anyway, this is what the Osamech deals with. So let's scroll down. So we deal with the question, to what extent does a person need to put his life in jeopardy in order to save an other's life? At this point, I think we will ignore the question of giving away a limb to save another person, which the Meshach the Orsameyev deals with. Maybe we'll come back to it. But at this stage, I want to address the most fundamental and important source to the question. To what extent does a person put his life in jeopardy in order to save another? Let me make a general comment. Hilchas Malchama have different rules. War has different halachas, and the Milchas Chinuch makes this very clear. and a few different sources. So one of the heroic stories of the IDF, of the Israeli army, which every Israeli teenager knows about, is the story of Roy Klein. Roy Klein was a commander, from person, I know his family, and a grenade with his throne in the midst of his unit. He threw himself on top of that grenade, It exploded, tearing his body to shreds, but he saved all the other soldiers in his unit. If he wouldn't do that, probably many would perish. Is that permissible? It is a fascinating discussion, but I think in Hilchas Malchama, definitely yes. So in any other circumstances, The basic rule is When it comes to Hilchas Muhammad, the basic rule is And we expect from every warrior, from every soldier, to be willing to give away his life for his comrades to save the others. That is what makes an army a good army. And that is also right al pi halacha. Helchas malchama are different than the halachas of pikuach nefesh and peacetime. So let's scroll down and I want to get to the Yushalmi, which is the fundamental source dealing with this question. So the B'Shay Sevin Choshem Ishbit Semen Tav Chav writes, Kas Vago Esmei Moini Yois. 
אופן אני לא אסתם דרך בירושלמי מסק, אפילו לא יכלו לסתם בסוף הקסיקון החיה. עד כאן. ונראה שאתם מפני שלא ודאי, והוא שוחק. So goes Maimonides, quoted by the Vesiyosef, quotes a Yerushalmi, that a person is required to put his life in jeopardy in order to save another. And why is that? Because another person's life is in immediate and imminent danger. You're just putting yourself in a self-exclusive. It's not broken the Shulchan or the Ramah. So if it isn't the Besyosef, why don't we find it in Shulchan or? ובזה יש לו, אם הכיוון שהפויסק מריב, הרמב״ם והראש נטו לא הביאו לפסקל, מי שמוכר, השמיטו גם כן, אין הלוכה כמו ישראל. So it's not on our source sheet, but I would like to share to you, what's the Yerushalmi, what do we have in the Yerushalmi? We do have it, quite a rough, we do have it. Oh, great, so let's go. Yerushalmi Trumis, Yerushalmi Trumis, great, great, great. So let's have a look at the original text in the Yerushalmi, because it's okay, a fact. Go back to the other, the other file. It's uh, at the last piece of the other file. Shalmi and Trumas, yeah. So it's a fascinating Yerushalmi. I'm just getting up for a moment. I want to pull out my Yerushalmi. No, 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 the, the other file, uh, where it has Yerushalmi and Trumas. It's not in this one. I guess we must have it somewhere. Uh, it got it got dropped here, so I'll pick it up. Hold on. I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna send it to to both of you, and you'll put your flash it on while the rub is reading it. Go ahead. Should I start reading it or should I wait? Yes, please. The rough should go ahead. It's going to take us a second to get it. Sufa is a town northern Israel in the Galilee. Rav Amy was taken into custody by a group of cannibals, we don't know, hoodlums, thugs in the forest. Rabbi Yonison cried and he said, we need to prepare Tachlichim. Perkhes, Perkhes, Perkhes. Perkhes, Mem Zayinu Medalach. It's Mamish, the last piece in Perkhes. Rav Amy, Itetzad B'Sif Sifa. Omer Rabbi Yonison, Yekorach Hamez B'Sadin. Rabbi Yonison said, he's a goner. There's no chance we'll see him again. And we might as well prepare Tachlichim. Omer Shimon ben Lokish. A little, okay, right there, right there. Second line, Omer Shimon ben Lokish. Second line. Rav Amy itetzad b'sif sifa. Omer b'yonesin yekorach ha-meis b'sadinoi. Omer Shimon ben Lokish. Ad anu kotl, anu miskatel. Anu eizel, umish zavlei b'chayla. 
So we know from various different sources in Shas, Rishlukish was a fighter. And before he became a Valshuva, obviously he was a martial arts expert. He was strong, he was powerful, and he was a real fighter. And Rishlukish says, either I'll get killed or I'll kill. I'm willing to kill, I'm willing to die, but I am going to try to save Brother Amy. Ozal, Upaisan. He negotiated. Obviously, they just looked at the slokesh and their knees started to be feeble. And they gave Rav Amy back to the Jews and the slokesh brought him home. for you. Anyway, it is from this Yerushalmi that a ghost Marmonius wants to prove that a person is required to put his life in jeopardy to save another. And I wonder, you know, the Sma says that the Shulchan Aruchan and the Ma say, this is not a loch The Rambam doesn't bring it, the Rif doesn't bring it, neither do the Rosh and the Tar, and the and that's why it's not born Shulchan And I could very much understand why Maybe it's a Midas Chosidis. How do we know it's a chiv? Yes, the shlokish volunteered, but how do we know it's a chiv? It is also extremely difficult to prove a halacha from a story. We weren't there. We weren't there, and we will never know exactly what were the circumstances, what was the level of danger to Rav Amy, what was the level of danger exposed by the shlokish. Well, the fact is, he brought him home. He didn't eat a fight. He didn't kill. He wasn't hurt. So it's very difficult to prove a halacha from a story, especially we don't really know the details of the story. And maybe it was a minis How could we prove it's a chiyuv? So anyway, this is the Yushalmi. So the halacha, according to the smart, not drawn in shechanoch, person is not required to put his life in jeopardy to save another. Is he permitted to do so? Or maybe it's a prohibition. So the Shekhanoch doesn't bring it. Obviously, it's not a chiyuv. Let's go back to the first source sheet. So does that mean it's an isa? Or just it just mean there is no chiyuv. I think we were at the Tefedes Yisrael. So the Tefedes Yisrael actually brings us to discussion number two, not number one. Tefedes Yisrael deals Is this his first role to rub once or is there another one? No, I, I think this is it. This is it. There is no other okay. one. Okay. Inaculation, inoculation, inoculation in our present day language is a vaccine. Inoculation shall poken, poken as measles. So he deals with the question do you take a vaccine? We spoke about this so much in the days of Corona. Probably you all remember a hundred years ago there was a pandemic. Corona pandemic in a very, very distant future. People were dying. 
and they came up with a virus and some people said the virus is terrible. Well, I think we spoke about this at the time because we actually started our share when the corona broke out. So I don't want to go over again what we spoke about then. Maybe some of you have the Mincha Sosra on Corona, which is a 650-page safer with many, many tubers. But anyway, so the defense soil deals, is it permissible to take a vaccine? Because in those days, people were dying from the vaccine. But many more people were dying from measles and from, and from the Black Death without taking the vaccine. Smallpox, small right? Smallpox? Yes, yeah. yeah, smallpox was also called the Black Plague. Millions of people died in Europe. And it was Dr. Jainer that came out with a, with, a, with a vaccine. But anyway, so how does, this, how does it come into Perichas and Trumis? No, it's actually Perichas Yuma, but it does go to Yerushalmi. So it brings Rai Brurum, Ledvorai, that a person is entitled to put himself in limited danger, to save himself from a greater danger. Kalvachoymer from the Yerushalmi. So we could learn that a person is supposed to put himself in a smaller danger to serve himself from a greater danger. So as I said, if we'll have time, we'll deal with this question. But right now we're dealing with Ruben and Shimon, Pliny and Almoini. So we go down to that advance. And in my chubis, my psak was based and two different chuvas that we find in Radvaz seem to contradict one another. And this is the way halacha is born. When we have a stira between one sugi and the other, we not to come up with a teretz, and that teretz becomes halacha. So these are two very short chuvas in Radvaz. Let's analyze them both. This is the Chuva the Osameh quotes, but he quotes it mistakenly. And he writes, I saw someone quoted at Baz that a person is required to let Goyim chop off an Aver to save his friend. That's the question that Baz will ask. So he wants to prove that losing an organ, losing a limb, is not because nefesh, doesn't put your life in danger. Okay, 
What is that? So on our sheet, so what is that Radbaz Basi? If there's a suffix sakona, you're not allowed to do it. If there is no sakona, it's only a midas chasidis. Now let me say this. This is an interesting chuva from the Radbaz. Others might argue to the contrary. The Akinoim is, to you it's only a limb. To your friend, it's his life. So what is the pshitas that a person is not required to give away a limb to save his friend's life? Svorov veradvaz. Adamantly is And I understand both Ashkofis that Advas bases his ruling on a How do we define Dalkenoy? One might argue, but that is not our the focus of our discussion. Let's put it aside. What is Nogeya to our sugya is the maskona that advance. If there's a sakana, it's also chosid shoite. If there's no sakana, medes chosidis. How does it fit in with the other advance? Let's go back to our source sheet. That's that bas number two. Obviously contradicts that bas number two. So let's go back to our source sheet. We just learned that Advaz in Chele Gimel. No, no, no. Scroll up, 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 up. Here we are. Advaz in Chele K. Have you idea she is Bechalav Zeshaloya Moda, Hefsid Momachaver, or Shaina Chaim Lach, and Satsman is a Kolovish Mamoino? Have a lot of Nefesh Chaver. Oh, Shaloya, we are aware of a fellow Bomokum Dickers of its own. A Chaim Lach. Doesn't say which Yerushalmi, but it's quite clear. He means the Yerushalmi entrance. And he does pass in the Yerushalmi. A person, if there is a suffix, a corner, is to save his friend. But philosophic mukra ainer chayav lim senaf shoi. The maichos is the dome the dach somek tvei del me dome di day somek tvei. Avel emesufek ainer mukra ena noite elat zola uloi estaken uloi itzel over aloi samad adam reyachon. This advance clearly contradicts the previous one lachayna, and the advance here first of all does pass in the yushal. But he writes, it depends what is the level of sakona you're getting into. If it's a sakona noita elavadai, more than 50% that you might perish, then you're not machuyiv. But the lotion is mashim you're entitled to. You're just not chayiv, but you may. 
ואפילו בספק מוכר, ספק מוכר מינס הספק השוקולד, פרקסימטי 50%, אין יוחייב. אבל אם הספק אין הוא מוכר, אין הוא אל ההצולה, אם לסקונה יגרעיין תו זה מינימל סקונה, יום החויב, לא יסענד על דם ריח. This goes against the previous advance. Previous advance says if it's a sakona, chosid shoyta. You're not allowed to. Even if it's not a sakona, it's only a midas chosidus. So my ruling based on both of these chubas and advance is if the sakona you're getting into is a minimal sakona, even a very small sakona, it's not a chiyuv. But it is a midas chosidus. If the sakona is so remote, might even be a chiyuv based on the second tshuva of the Rebbe's. So donating a kidney to the donor, it is a very, very, very small sakona. That less than one percent. Even though my dear friend. Dr. Dan Geisler, who many of you might know, wonderful doctor and a real ventoya. He told me that in the hospital he works in, a kidney donor died. The first time he sat up a day after the surgery, obviously the stitches ruptured and in a few minutes he bled to death. That was a freak accident, extremely uncommon. I don't think we could say it's a chiyuv to donate the kidney. Medes chosidus, yes. Chiyuv, no. Bone marrow. Bone marrow. Korev lechiyuv gamo. Because the sakona is even far more remote. Almost non-existent. So in medical literature, there are freak accidents. But there's no substantial level of risk of losing one's life. And therefore, if a person is a fitting donor, a good match, then it's a chiyuv. So the Yushalmi tells the story of Rav Shlokish that went to the forest to save Rav Amy. And it's like I said, I'm willing to die, I'm willing to kill. I'm going to bring him home. He was an Amora, a great Sadiq. The Sma says, no, ain't a lochik Yerushalmi, that Adbaz does seem to quote Yerushalmi la'alocha. So based on matching up these two chuvis and Radbaz, I would say, person is not machuyev to put himself in the corner to pay, but it is a mitzvah And when the sakona is extremely low, might even be a chiyuv, if he is the only good match. So on our source sheet, which is once again not on my screen right now, our coming source is the Rishon Litzir. Rishon the Machaber of the Rishon Latzin is the Rechaim HaKadosh. So let me share with you something about the Rechaim. The Rechaim is best known for his amazing Sefer Aratoyda. And what is so unique about the Rechaim Aratoyda, it's a Krake Dukulei Bey. 
Kabbalah, Hasidus, Musa, Lomdis, Halacha. It's a blend. But Dorachayim has a Sefer Rishon and Tzien and Yorodeya, which is Halacha. And he has a Sefer Chayfetz Hashem and a few Masechtes, which is commentary. So Dorachayim was a giant in all fields of Torah and Arbotzah's Torah. What is unique about the Sefer Chayfetz Hashem is the introduction. I'm not aware of any other Sefer since the Gemara till our very day in which the Machabe wrote such a shocking thing in his Agdoma, the Rechaim writes, I give no permission to anyone to learn my Sefer unless he learns Torah and Shema. Wow. He's not confident he learns Torah and Shema. Don't dare to learn my Sefer. And he paraphrases Chazal. You all remember the lesson of the Gemara. Schoyre, schoyre, amrin lenezira, lekarme lo tikrav. When Chazal want to speak about a gather, asusiag letoyre, the many gzeres that Chachomu Morgoyza, laharchik is odem and avera, Chazal use a moshal. Schoyre, schoyre, amrin lenezira, we tell a nozer, Go around and around, but don't go into the kerem because you might be nichshal and you might drink wine or eat grapes. The Orachayim, in the introduction to this sefer, paraphrases Chazal and he says, Schoer, Schoer, Amrin lechazira, not nazira, but chazira, the karmi, kerem Hashem tzavois, lotikrav. Don't dare. Oh, maybe you will find it. That's amazing. I didn't expect this. Okay. Let me see what we'll find it right away. So he paraphrases the Rechazal and he says, if you don't want to, just a minute. I, I, think, I, I think we have it. We have it. We have it. Do you see it? Is it on the top line? Maybe you should scroll up a little. Stop. If anybody sees it, please point it out. I think I think we need to scroll. Where it says that it has to be Dafkal Shema? Yes. And he paraphrases Divra Chazal. I saw it a hundred years ago, but I'm sure that it's there. I think we should scroll down. Stop. Keep on going down a little bit. Maybe it's at the end of that dumb. Is that possible? Yes, definitely. Keep on going, Mordechai. Stop. Uh, maybe a little further. I got it. I got it. Over here. Over here.
Okay, here we are. Golim yodiyatnei Hashem boruchu, ki kol kavenos elasis ritzoin yoyikzei, echen, kol apeseach seit bezerat koi reboi, lo utiya kavona elu bedechilu urechimu l'shem shemayim, lehoven divrei noyem, veim koi yasa, ben yovena shelefono, veyerv lechi koi noyem divrei ashas, vohoymek divrei atoises, venemtsenu memenu memeni meskales eloha, aval balavochi, yesala kiuda meolai, ולא יטמא תורס השם לקנטר, נויר לא שולה ניברו. כך אמרים לחזירה, זכויר זכויר, לקרמה קרש השם צבויס לא תקרב. כי כל עצמנו לא הויסה כבונה אלא לזכוס, ולא לפי ביוסית. Seven lines from the bottom. כי גולי ויהודי לפני השם בורכו. I'm sorry, can I be highlighted? Oh, it can't. Okay. So you see the bold big letters, Chefetz Hashem, the beginning yeah. of that line. Kach amlinen lechazira. Schoer, schoer, the karma. Kerev Hashem Tzavoy, slotikrav. So no one else throughout the ages wrote in his introduction, if you don't learn Torah Lishma, don't dare to learn the Seifram. I once heard from the Nesivah Shalom, from the Slan and the Rebbe, that he has a Kabbalah, that today, Dorachayim HaKodesh is no longer mapped. And you don't need to be such a big tzaddik to learn this Eifah. And I think, well, obviously he wants someone to learn in a Eifah. And if you need to be confident, you learn to every small, no one will ever learn it. Who will dare? Nobody wants to start up. Nobody wants to mess around with the Orachayim HaKodesh. So it's interesting. The Nesiv Shalom, the son of the Rebbe, told me that he has a Kabbalah, but today it's no longer a Kabbalah. Anyway, let's go back to the Rishon Letzien. The Orachayim writes, a Gevaldi And it brings us to the Sugya of Rebbe Kiva and Ben Petura. Shnayim HaMalchim B'Midbon. V'yesh B'neim Kito Nechod. Famous Gemara. Halochik Rebbe Kiva Chayecho Koyin Menachai Chavecho. But the Rechaim argues. That means you are entitled to take the entire cup for yourself. But it's not a chiyuv. If you wish, even according to Rebbe Kiva, you could share that cup with your friend. And that's a Gemara Begichish. Because all the others understand you're not allowed to give away that cup. The Rechaim HaKudosh says, no. is a heto. It's not a chiyuv. If you wish, even Rebbe Kiva agrees, you could share that cup. Beyond that, you could give away the cup to your friend if you want him to live. And you're entitled to put your life in direct jeopardy to save another. And that goes far beyond the Radbaz. But that is a Yochid, the Orachayim is the only one. All the other place can maintain, Chayechu Koyim Malachai Chavechu is a Chiyuv, and what Abikiva says, Yishtahu, he keeps the cup for himself, that's a Chiyuv. So the Orachayim is a Yochid, he says, no, it's a Hetam. Not a chiyuv. According to the Rachaim, person is entitled, 
give away his life, save another. So what would be the din for a younger man who's brought to the hospital, the urgent need, needs a heart transplant? His father brings him into the hospital. And the father says, I'm here. Put me on the operating table, take off my heart and save my son. That would be However, according to Rechaim, this person is entitled to give away his life to save another. But it's not a heal. Okay. If he could operate on himself and take out his heart and plant it into his son's chest, that might be a heter. But if anybody else does that, might be a lab of Ritzichen. But I think some time ago, we discussed a similar question. When we had the Shir on Abedatz Maradas, I think we spoke about this. So I don't know, want to go back there. So as the Shloimer predicted and guessed at the start of today's Shir, this sugya is so broad. So we focused on question number one. Is one person required to put his life in jeopardy to save another? And this manifests itself in various different areas. The most common is kidney, kidney donations. And I am very careful never to pressure a person. Person is not mochuyev to give away a kidney, not even to save a family member. But it's a tremendous chesed. So one of the, probably one of the most difficult shuvas I wrote was a person urgently needed a kidney. And the only match was his son was mentally impaired. He wasn't of solid state of mind. And the question is, could we take a kidney from the son to save his father's life? Naturally, you can't force him. So the youngster was asked and he said, definitely. But he had limited mental capacity. If he would donate a kidney to save anyone else, we definitely would not take it. So after a lot of contemplation, my psaac was, we could. But only if there are doctors and a love who could judge this objectively. And one of my svaras was, if the father has a shalom would pass away, there will be no one to care for his son. Because it was the father that was the primary caregiver caring for his son's needs. But that is a really, really difficult shayla. And that son was the only match, the only fitting donor. But when we're dealing with healthy people in total mental capacity, it's not a chiyuv, but it's the ultimate chesed one could imagine in our time. And I know so many people, so many people, probably more than 100, the donated kidneys, to the best of my knowledge, all are doing well, all are fine, all are feeling great. 
And the knowledge that you saved the person's life and your kidney is functioning in another person's body and he's having nachas and simcha. It's just an awesome feeling. And according to what we discussed today, it is firmly based in halachic ruling. According to the Rebaz, it even would be kor of the chiyuv, but I do not go as far to say it's a chiyuv. <laughs> So this is a fascinating. So the Rav endorses this uh, very chashuv organization, Etzro, which arranges. Yes, uh, yes. Matnas Chaim. To our dismay, the founder of this organization, Rabbi Haber, passed away from COVID. His wife, the Almona, is running this organization and they're doing amazing, amazing work. And I think something similar is in America as well. And I do support and uh, and. Uh, and uh, endorse this endeavor. Okay, so I will discuss with the Schleimer about next week Sunday. There might be a possibility I could uh, I could connect from Europe, but we'll need to check that. If if it'll work out, I'll be happy to do so because this shit is precious to me. So I will discuss this with the Schleimer and see whether we can work it out. Yes, okay.